What up, my people? What up, what up, what up? How you doing? How's it been? What a guan. It's your girl. Your favorite MC on the airwaves. Yeah, yeah. And that girl. <laughs> okay, so this is MC Only Love. And um, we're back with a lot of juice. Welcome to Straight Talk. Hmm. So, my people, I found IB. What's the street saying? You're here at the ground because uh, a lot of things have been happening in the streets. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about a future. Does Nigeria have a future? Now, now, what what brought about this? Uh, this podcast was actually is actually spontaneous because I didn't really prepare for it. Or <clears throat> I didn't need to. I just needed to go on the information I have. And I can't help but, you know, think about this. Do we have a future? Does the average Nigerian have a future? Are they safe? Are they secure in their knowledge of a future? Of better tomorrow? Because the truth is, I'm realizing that... Um, we don't so like um you know uh, one of the strongest um places to get information is twitter and instagram facebook yeah but those two platforms they've been very loud and they've been on fire the nsas movement started and it took nigeria by storm now these politicians practically shot themselves in the foot they did not pay Asu. Thereby turning the youths into lazy youths. Now suddenly this this young people we became aware. An awareness came. Look, let me tell you, this is the revolution that even the Bible itself had foreseen. And there's a particular a shout out to B Man. He's a very good friend of mine. He's, he's a very, very amazing artist, you know. And uh, we practically grew up together in the same neighborhood. And this place is actually a ghetto. And you know, if you made it out of that place, you don't make it, man. <laughs> I grew up in Ijesha. And. Um, there's just another life entirely. I can't wait to do a documentary on these places, the ways of life. People need to see that there's a world inside this world. <laughs> you know, the average man, I'm not going to call them the poverty stricken, the average man actually has languages of their own. You know, Nigeria might have a lot of languages, but there are languages that are synonymous to the poor. It's actually the poor that makes themselves happy the most. I've, I've, I've checked it, and it's true. And so recently, you know, B-Man went on a rant on his page talking about SARS, calling out, you know, men of God. And, you know, you know for a while I've been conflicted about it because I kept, I kept saying that this boy's future is so bright, this young man's future is so amazingly bright that I do not want to see him throw that away. You know, because 
is is honestly is just knocking heads it's coming out and I'm putting his foot down and then I realized something we kept everybody virtually all of us in that comment section we were trying to shut him up we kept telling him ah, bring man, take it easy now but the truth is is a young man a struggling young artist in a system that is totally corrupt in a system that will profile him is a young man who had lost faith in Christianity and what it truly stands for a long time ago now coming back to the to the real issue I saw Tiwa Savage online and she talked about you know I saw for the first time real raw emotion I saw a young lady who had been raped two years ago I saw young people who had been killed on the spot Nigeria this is the time to wake up we've been asleep for so long like for so long as a mother as a wife as a woman as a teacher as a podcaster as an MC I I came to a realization that my children's future might not be secure if we don't fight for it today that's the truth now it's obvious that the government is gonna come they're gonna come at us it's very very obvious they will come at us to try to silence us they'll try to make us you know you know they'll try to cover us you know I'm looking back at the at the early 2000s I'm looking about back at 2000 you know year 2000 you know the 1990s and i remember then i used to have an uncle uncle laja of blessed memory you know i remember then when young people fought for what was right suddenly we became docile and everything went from good to bad to worse i remember that my uncle used to used to shout like ah these people they are killing nigeria they're killing nigeria this was years ago i'm talking i'm not talking about i'm talking about 20 years ago you'll be shouting and, and even as of then i was wondering what is wrong with this my uncle 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 Laja would be crying i remember he would be crying and you'll be saying that ah, they're going to take this country they're going to spoil this country they're going to finish the youth and Where are those voices? That was a particular generation of people that were thirsty for that 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 were thirsty for justice. The truth is, if you've not lost a relative to this brutality, you won't understand. And another, there's another side to this, and that I that I appreciate. I appreciate the fact that Nigerians are seeing every corner of this. When the woman we started with the Ensars protest, it wasn't about the police. It wasn't. It wasn't primarily about the police. It was about the fact that the system was, is so bad that it is killing young people. The system is so bad it is driving crime. And so when it drives crime, these ones come at us and pretend they're they're trying to eradicate it, and then they kill people. I can't imagine where a police officer take oh you know picks up a girl for crimes they can they didn't commit and rape them. Not just rape them, but they end up spending years in prison without a trial in a democratic country. 
Where is it done? Who does that? I get easily, um, and I get easily bothered about what I see online. So I'm going to do some stuff right now. I'm going to put off all my notifications for, for Instagram, for Twitter, Facebook. It's still easy. There are other things on Facebook that can keep you, make you smile and all that. But Twitter, Instagram, I'm going to put off all my notifications. I don't want to receive notifications from them anymore for a while. The reason is this. I understand the reason why I love people. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a shout out to counseling centers like Cornerstone Christian Center. They're giving out free counseling to people who might have been psychologically, mentally, emotionally affected by this. Because the truth is, we are all affected. I'm seeing the decay, the rot that is my country. And the truth is, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that wants to leave my country. That's, I'm not crazed by it. I have never been crazy by it. I've never been like, ah, I need to leave, I need to leave. No. It, it, it had never been a frenzy for me. It was just, well, if I had the opportunity to travel, well, maybe for holidays, and I come back, and, you know, I love my country. It occurred to me. And, you know, Timmy Dakolo's song kept playing on a repeat in my mind. For days now, it's been on a repeat. And every word of that song is true. That song actually harnesses the emotion, the entirety of what we want. The truth is, for Nigeria to work, for Nigeria to have a future, some certain sect of leaders need to die. They need to go. Is it that they are removed from power and brought to justice? Or God wipes them out. One of the two. There is no... Look. These people are so deeply corrupted. They are so deeply entrenched in corruption. That they cannot fathom not being able to have that access. Access to that kind of power. And so every politician in Nigeria will fight this. This movement. They will fight it with everything they have. Everything. Everything. They will fight this moment. They wouldn't let it go. They will hold on to it. They will hold on, grab it tight. We've been quiet for so long. Have you thought about the fact that our children might not have a future? Have you seen how expensive it is to be a normal Nigerian? Who probably earns a salary of 50k? This is how hard it is. You know, I was telling someone, I said my first job, you know, I think my first salary was 1,500. And one way, one way, it was okay because I was able to manage it. I don't know what happened. I don't know how that progression, I don't know how the decline, well, the decline was there. We saw it and we just pretended it didn't exist. They're gonna fight for a new Nigeria. To fight for a new Nigeria, to birth a new Nigeria, we have to birth our new ourselves anew. We have to give meaning to the word Nigeria, to the liberty, the liberation Nigeria stands for. A lot of people have taken our voices over the years. They've taken our voices, they've taken our hope, they've taken dreams. 
the reason why Nigerians are very a very religious people is because that's the safest place to run to. You know, that's the only place that gives you assurance. Imagine the level of emotional turmoil people would be in if there was no avenue for them to have access to the Father. That's the truth. How can we enslave ourselves? We were under slavery for years, for over 400 years, and yet we still enslaved ourselves? How can one leader, for God's sake, how can one leader, a senator's salary be 29 million naira a year? A month, sorry, a, a month. How? And yet, these same people cannot pass a bill where minimum wage in this country is 30,000? Look at our educational sector. Horrible. Look at everything. The decadence in this society. We keep shouting that uh, Western influence, Western influence. The truth is, if we kept our borders, if we kept our homes safe, the influence of the West would not have you know, taken us over. It doesn't matter if there was internet. Core values will be core values. South Africans have not, in all the years they are who they are, lost their identity. Nigerians have. Amazingly, I've had the pleasure of knowing good police officers. My uncle is actually a police officer. And, you know, recently I reached out to him and I was like, good boy, I hope you're safe. Yeah, I had to reach out to him and say, King, I hope you're safe. And he was like, ah, Abu, I can understand. He's actually a God-fearing and a good police officer. It's painful when I see that my uncle has had to struggle he never rests. There's no rest because most times when we pick up a phone, we call him like, ah, okay, we need your. Can you please come over? He tells you he doesn't have time. That he might, he might not have time for the rest of the week. Like, you should give him another one week. Maybe one day next week he will be free. He's not doing anything else. Then it's not as if he has any side also. He's a police officer. These people run like shifts for like three days at a stretch. They do not see their families. They live in poverty and you expect them not to be hungry you give a hungry police officer a gun he's gonna shoot your head off now the pros and cons to this entire protest um you know, one of the fears the major fear that i've had is internet crime cyber crime is cyber crime not going to go on the rise because i can see that Yahoo boys, they don't join this protest and they're like, okay, all in all, all of us have to, you know, let's, let's, let's push this protest. Now, they are stupid enough not to realize that we're going to get to a place where Nigerians will start whistleblowing on their neighbors that are Yahoo boys. I'm not joking. Because if after we've been able to eradicate or get good results, Internet crime increases in Nigeria when trouble. Then we have failed. 
That's the truth. We have failed. If internet crime increases in this country, we have failed. We have not brought to book what we intended to. I want a Nigeria that is safe. I want a Nigeria that is proud. I want a Nigeria that, that has a voice. I want a loud Nigeria, a fearless Nigeria. I want a Nigeria that accepts individuality, differences, strengths, and weaknesses. I want a Nigeria that will not be biased based on tribe or religious, religious preferences. I pray for a Nigeria where my son can fit in. I pray for a Nigeria that is accepting of children of different backgrounds, that's accepting of children of different disability spectrums. If we cannot even solve the issue where if we're still begging for our lives, do our children that are on the spectrum, do they have hope? I hope someone, I hope you're listening to this. I need to share this, share it, share it, share it. Share with people, let's talk about it, you know, make it go on in, on social media. You know, share. Um, listen and leave a comment. People, please leave a comment. I wouldn't know if I'm doing this right or wrong if you guys don't leave a comment for me. I'm still your favorite girl, Joe. <laughs> your nicest Nigerian. <laughs> it's a lie. I'm still your favorite girl with the baddest vibes. I'm still your love. One love, Nigeria.